Hare Krishna everyone, this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast and I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers by His Divine Grace, Sharila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Conversation between His Divine Grace and Bob Cohen, a Peace Corps worker in India Chapter 3, The Real Goal of Life, February 28th 1972 continued. This movement is especially meant to enable a human being to reach the real goal of life. Bob, is the real goal of life is to know God? Srila Prabhupada, yes. To go back home, back to Godhead. This is the real goal of life. The water that comes from the sea forms clouds, the clouds fall down as rain, and the actual goal is to flow down down the river and again enter the sea. So we have come from God, and now we are embarrassed by material life. Therefore, our aim should be to get out of this embarrassing situation and go back home, back to Godhead. This is the real goal of life. Mamu petya punarjanma dukhalayamashashvatam Napnuvanti mahatmana samsidhim paramam gata This is the version of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says, if anyone comes to me, he does not come back again. Where? To this place, dukhalayam ashashvatam. This place is the abode of miseries. Everyone knows, but they have been befooled by so-called leaders. Material life is miserable life. Krishna says, God says that this place is Dukhalayam. It is a place of miseries. And it is also Ashashvatam, temporary. You cannot make a compromise. All right, let it be miserable. I shall remain here as an American or Indian. No, that also you cannot do. You cannot remain an American. You may think that having been born in America, you are very happy, but you cannot remain an American for long. You will have to be kicked out of that place. And your next life, you do not know. Therefore, it is Dukhalayam Ashashvatam, miserable and temporary. That is our philosophy. Bob, but when you have some knowledge of God, then life is not so miserable? Srila Prabhupada, no, some knowledge will not do. You must have perfect knowledge. Janma karma chame divyam evam yoveti tattvataha. Tattvataha means perfectly. Perfect knowledge is being taught in Bhagavad Gita. So we are giving everyone in human, in human society a chance to learn Bhagavad Gita as it is and make his life perfect. That is the Krishna consciousness movement. What does your science say about the transmigration of the soul? Bob. I think that science cannot deny or affirm it. Science does not know it. 
Srila Prabhupada. Therefore, I say that your science is imperfect. Bob, science may, though, say something. It is said in science that energy is never destroyed, it is changed. Srila Prabhupada, that's alright, but how is the energy working in the future? That science does not know. How is the energy diverted? How, by different manipulations, is the energy working differently? For instance, electrical energy. By different handling, it is operating the heater and it is operating the refrigerator. They are just the opposite. But the electrical energy is the same. Similarly, this energy, living energy, how is it being directed? Which way is it going? How is it fructifying in, in the next life? That they do not know. But in Bhagavad Gita, it is very simply stated. You are covered by a dress, by a shirt. When this shirt is unusable, you change it. Similarly, this body is just like a shirt and coat. When it is no longer workable, you have to change it. Bob, what is the we that has to change? What is constant? Srila Prabhupada, that is the soul. Bob, from one life to the next? Srila Prabhupada, that is the soul, I. What you is speaking? You. What I is speaking? Identity, Atma or soul? Soul. Bob, my soul is different from your soul. Srila Prabhupada, yes, you are an individual soul. I am an individual soul. Bob, you have removed yourself from karmic influences. If I were to remove myself from karmic influences, would our souls be the same or different? Srila Prabhupada, the soul is of the same quality in all. You are under a certain conception of life at the present moment, and these countrymen of yours, gestures to the devotees present, were under a certain conception of life, but by training, they have taken to another conception of life. So the ultimate training is how to become Krishna conscious. That is the perfection. Bob, if two people are Krishna conscious, is their soul the same? Srila Prabhupada, the soul is always the same. Bob, in each person, in each person, is it the same? Srila Prabhupada, yes. Bob, pointing to two devotees. If these two are Krishna conscious, are their souls the same? Srila Prabhupada, the soul is the same but always individual even if one is not Krishna conscious. For instance, you are a human being and I am a human being. Even if I am not a Christian, even if you are not a Hindu, still we are human beings. Similarly, the soul may not be Krishna conscious or he may be Krishna conscious. It doesn't matter, but the soul is the soul. Bob, 
Can you tell me more about this? Shla Prabhupada, soul as pure spirit, all souls are equal, even in an animal. Therefore, it is said, Pandita Samadarshana, those who are actually learned do not see the outward covering, either in a human being or in an animal. Bob, if I may ask another question on this? Shla Prabhupada, yes. Bob, I have considered the soul somewhat as part of God. At times I feel, I think I feel God. I'm here and you may say God is here. So if the soul is inside me, then should I be able to feel God inside me? Not all of God, I mean, but um, part of God. Bob, but I don't feel God in me, but God may be there, here, separate, separate from me. But should I be able to feel God inside me, since my soul is part of God? Shila Prabhupada, yes. God is inside also. God is everywhere. God is inside and outside also. This is to be known. Bob, how do you feel God inside you? Shalprabhad, not in the beginning, but you have to know from the Shastras, scriptures, by the Vedic information. For example, in the Bhagavad Gita it is said, Ishvara Sarvabhutanam Hridashirjunatishthati. God is there in everyone's heart. Paramanu Chantarastamnam. No. God is also within every atom. So, this is the first information. And then by the yogic process, you have to realize it. Bob, yogic process? Shalprabhupada, yes. Bob, is chanting Hare Krishna such a yogic process? Shalprabhupada, yes, it is also a yogic process. Bob, what kind of yogic process must I do to find out, to feel this information, to feel the soul inside? Shla Prabhupada, yes, there are many different yogic processes, but for this age, this process is very nice. Bob, chanting? Shla Prabhupada, yes. Bob, through this I can feel not only God outside, but God inside. Prabhupada, you'll understand everything of God. You'll understand everything of God. How God is inside, how God is outside, how God is working, everything will be revealed. By this attitude of service, God will reveal Himself. You cannot understand God by your endeavor. Only if God reveals Himself, for instance, when the sun is out of your sight at night, you cannot see it by your torchlight or any light, but in the morning you can see the sun automatically without any torchlight. Similarly, you have to create a situation, you have to put yourself in a situation in which God will be revealed. It is not that by some method you can order God, come, come, I will see you. <laughs> no, God is not your order supplier. 
Bob, you must please God for him to reveal himself, is that correct? Shabrapad, yes. Shamsundra, how do we know when we are pleasing God? Shabrapad, when we see him, then you will understand. Just as when you eat, you do not require to ask anyone whether you are feeling strength or your hunger is satisfied. If you eat, you understand that you are feeling energy. You don't need to inquire from anyone. Similarly, if you actually serve God, then you will understand. God is dictating to me. God is there. I am seeing God. Shamasundara, or God's representative. Shalaprabhupada, yes. Shamasundara, it comes easier. Shalaprabhupada, you have to go through God's representative. Yasya prasada, Bhagavad prasada. If you please God's representative, then automatically God becomes pleased, and thus you can directly see Him. Bob, how can we please God's representative? Shalaprabhupada, you have to carry out his orders. That's all. God's representative is the Guru. He asks you to do this, to do that. If you do that, that is pleasing. If you displease the spiritual master, then you are nowhere. Therefore, we worship the Guru. The Guru should be accepted as God, that is the injunction of all Shastra. Bob, the Guru should be accepted as a representative of God. Prabhupada, yes, the Guru is God's representative. The Guru is the external manifestation of Krishna. Bob, but different from the incarnations of Krishna that come. Shalaprabhupada, yes. Bob, in what way is the external manifestation of the Guru different from the external manifestation of, let us say, Krishna or Chaitanya when they come to earth? Shalaprabhupada, the Guru is the representative of Krishna. So, there are symptoms of who is a Guru. The general symptoms are described in the Vedas. A Guru must come in a disciplic succession. And he must have heard thoroughly about the Vedas from his spiritual master. Generally, a guru's symptom is that he is a perfect devotee, that's all. And he serves Krishna by preaching his message. Bob, Lord Chaitanya, he was a different type of guru than you are. Prabhupada, no, no, gurus cannot be of different types. All gurus are of one type. Bob, but he was. He w- was he also an incarnation at the same time? Prabhupada. Yes, he is Krishna himself, but he is representing the Guru. Bob, I see. Shalaprabhupada, yes. Bob, and then... Shalaprabhupada, because Krishna was God, he demanded. Sarva Dharman Parityaja Mam Ekam Sharanam Vraja. 
quote, abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me, unquote. But people misunderstood him. Therefore, Krishna again came as a guru and taught people how to surrender to Krishna. Shyamasundra, doesn't Krishna say in Bhagavad Gita, I am the spiritual master? In quotes, Shlaprabhupada, yes, he is the original spiritual master because he was accepted as spiritual master by Arjuna. So what is the difficulty? Arjuna told the Lord, I am your disciple and the soul surrendered unto you. Please instruct me. So unless Krishna is a spiritual master, how does Arjuna become his disciple? Krishna is the original spiritual master, original guru. Quote, it is he only who first imparted Vedic knowledge unto the heart of Brahma, the first created being. Unquote. Therefore, he is the original guru. Bob, Krishna, Shilprabhupada, yes, he is the original guru. Then his disciple Brahma is a guru. Then his disciple Narada is a guru. Then his disciple Vyasa is a guru. In this way, there is a guru parampara, a disciplic succession of gurus. Evam parampara praptam, the transcendental knowledge is received through the disciplic succession. Bob, so a guru receives his knowledge through the the disciplic succession, not directly from Krishna. Do you receive some knowledge directly from Krishna? Srila Prabhupada, yes, Krishna's direct instruction is there, Bhagavad Gita. Bob, I see, but, uh, Srila Prabhupada, but you have to learn it through the disciplic succession, otherwise you will misunderstand it. Bob, but presently, you do not receive information directly from Krishna. It comes through the disciplic succession from the books. Shilaprabhupada, there is no difference. Suppose I say that this is a pencil. If you say to him, this is a pencil, and he says to another man, this is a pencil, then what is the difference between his instruction and my instructions? Bob. Krishna's mercy allows you to know this now. Krishna's mercy allows you to know this now. Shabrapada, you can take Krishna's mercy also, provided it is delivered as it is. Just as we are teaching Bhagavad Gita. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam vraja. Quote, just give up all other forms of religion and simply surrender unto me. Unquote. Now, we are saying that you should give up everything and surrender to Krishna. Therefore, there is no difference between Krishna's instruction and our instruction. There is no deviation. So, if you receive knowledge in that perfect way, that is as good as receiving instruction directly from Krishna. But we don't change anything. Bob, when I pray reverently, faithfully, does Krishna hear me? Shilaprabhupada, yes. Bob, from me to him? 
Shri Prabhupada. Yes, because he's within your heart. He's always hearing you, whether you are praying or not praying. When you are doing some nonsense, he's also hearing you. And when you pray, that is very good. Welcome. Bob, to Krishna's ear, is praying louder than nonsense? To Krishna's ear is praying louder than nonsense. What an interesting question. Shalbrabha, no, he's all perfect. He can hear everything. Even if you don't speak, even if you simply think, I shall do it, then he hears you. Krishna is seated in everyone's heart. <laughs> Bob, what? But one should pray, is that so? Shalbrabha, that is one's only business praying. Bob, whose business? Shalbrabha, every living entity is. That is the only business. That is the statement of the Vedas. Bob, what does that mean? He supplies everything to everyone. He is supplying food to everyone. So he is the father. So why should you not pray? Father, give me this. Just as in the Christian Bible there is the prayer, Father, give us our daily bread. That is good. That is, they are accepting the Supreme Father. But grown-up children should not ask from the Father. Rather, they should be prepared to serve the Father. That is bhakti, devotion. Bob, my questions you solve so nicely. Everyone laughs with affection. Oh, So Bob Cohen saying, my questions you solve so nicely. Shalprabhat says, thank you very much. Bob, so should I ask you another question now? Shalprabhat, oh yes, yes. Jai. Okay, so this is the end of the third chapter. We shall continue tomorrow with chapter four, three modes of nature. Actually, two things came to my mind. I'll just share it quickly before we conclude the episode. One thing is that um, when uh, Bob uh, Cohen Prabhu is saying, my questions you solve so nicely, and Prabhupada says, thank you very much. And Prabhupada is very uh, eager to uh, continue this question-answer session and answering his questions. And I remembered how in one of the books... I think it was in Srimad Bhagavatam or Chaitanya Charitamrita. Shri Prabhupada says that when you are, you know, presenting a nice atmosphere to the spiritual master, if you are like acting in the way that the spiritual master is pleased, then he will reveal the most, you know, he will be enthused to actually, you know, reveal all the knowledge to you, to reveal the most confidential knowledge to you. So this is the way, like, you know, just like in the introduction, he was saying that if you inquire from the spiritual master submissively, he will share so many incredible things. And if you challenge or if you, you know, doubt, then no wonder that you will receive appropriately, like reciprocal, (laughs) reciprocation will be appropriate. And the second thing that I wanted to mention not to waste anybody's time. Yes, uh, so here when the question was raised that uh, Krishna is hearing prayer louder than nonsense, Prabhupada says, no, he is all perfect. He can hear everything, right? So in Bhagavad Gita, which we will be reading maybe in a few months after we go through 
other books. Um, in Bhagavad Gita, in one of the purports, it's mentioned that just like a flower has fragrance, so we can just be near the flower, we can smell the fragrance. In a similar way, Krishna is in our heart and he can actually feel what we think, basically. Like the desires that the soul has, it's just, <laughs> it's like an aroma <laughs> that Krishna feels. And, uh, and actually, it's uh, also reminding me of how, you know, in the last few years, it became very mainstream, this word called vibe, right? Like everyone's like, I don't like your vibe, this vibe, this place has such a vibe. So Krishna, we are feeling it. We are conditioned souls. We can feel vibes from some people. We can feel positive vibes, negative vibes. So Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead and he's sitting in our heart. He is very, he's closest to us than anybody can ever be actually, in one sense. So he can actually feel <laughs> what we feel. And if only we would just turn our face towards him, what a wonderful relationship we would have with him. So that's a nice meditation. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description as always. And we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.